All right, everyone, welcome to episode number eight of Go With The Flow. I have a special guest in the building, uh, my boy Yende, who was, a, who was actually a freshman. I've been waiting to get a freshman on. This, uh, this, this might be the episode that I'm the most excited about because I've been saying, I've said on previous episodes, I've been waiting to sort of get into yours, your mind and see what this year has really been like for y'all. I've actually been calling freshmen endangered species because I'm scared that because you're not getting the regular college experience, things might be really different for you going forward. So welcome, welcome to the show, yeah. Yende. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be able to you know share your passion with you. This is a really cool, really cool opportunity. Thank you, thank you. So to start us off, could you just uh, tell us where you're from? And you're a freshman, so I don't know how much you're really involved with yet, but if you are involved with anything on campus, what you're thinking about majoring, all that basic sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's funny. Major's been a, a subject of recent debate. But um, uh, I'm Yende. I'm from Philly. Um, I think that, that comes across a lot in a lot of things <laughs> I do. But um, uh, I, I really love it here. I've been able to get involved in a couple of things. I'm in some of the jazz ensembles. I play music, so that's really dope. Being able to actually play with people, that's something that's uh, pretty pretty new to this semester. And I'm, I'm in the Princeton Pianist Ensemble, and that's been really cool too. I've been able to you know get a taste of writing music and arranging and actually audio engineering, which is, which is a little, bit of a new domain for me. So that's been some cool stuff I've been able to get involved in. But yeah, uh, back home, I'm in a band called Mystic Prize. That's some of my family right there, Mason and Willem. And you know, uh, we we like we like to make music. We like to make music together. So so that's that's big for me. And yeah. Gotcha. What what instruments do you play, by the way? I play the piano. Okay. Oh, I knew. No, I knew that because your Instagram. <laughs> if anyone doesn't follow this man on Instagram, go look at his Instagram. This man is very, very nice with it. He, yeah. yes, that's all I gotta say. Appreciate I can't it. gas him up any more than that. Go look at his Instagram. He is very nice on the piano. Yeah. When when did you start playing, by the way? I started playing piano when I was four. So, okay, so well, it's been a minute. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Didn't gotcha. always practice. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you start practicing a little bit more, you got gotten a little bit better. That's what's up. Exactly. So. So what what is what does that look like this semester? All the like the jazz ensemble you said you've been able to get in the room with people and actually yeah, play together. It's really weird though. So we actually can't all be in the same room because of like COVID policies. Yeah. But we we actually have to get in separate rooms and sort of wire our audio together. So we all have receivers and headphones on and we're all mic'd up. So we can't see each other, but we're playing together in real time. Damn, that's so, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, there's just one of those little COVID things that you really can't even. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever. But also, uh, just real quick, the way that we met was, well, not, we had met virtually on through social media yeah. way before this, I think, early early pandemic. Because yeah, um, yeah. I was VP of PBMA, Princeton Black Males Association, and one thing we were kind of worried about was how we were going to get the incoming class to feel like they were part of Princeton and feel welcome. So I think of a few of us at least made it our job to just reach out, DM yeah. you, see yeah. some of you who actually got into got into Princeton. And so I think you were one of the ones who I DM. Yeah. And I just went and looked back. We actually spoke a little bit about. Yeah. I think you were asking me about neuroscience or yeah. potential majors that sort neuroscience, of neuroscience. Definitely. And I actually remember our conversation. I think I hit you up about getting a haircut too. Probably. You, you, you probably. You, on the on the topic of which, have you been able to get a haircut? 
what is I did I actually a couple weeks ago uh, my cousin picked me up and took me to Trenton okay got, there you go got my first New Jersey haircut there you go it was a little lower than I wanted <laughs> to be, but it's, it's been growing back <laughs> that's how yeah I just I was just went to Trenton for a haircut the other day too but usually in regular times what we actually do PBMA is we'll bring two barbers in and they just right. go in the basement of one of the uh, one of the upperclassmen buildings and they just cut hair for like seven eight hours straight Damn. we just all line it up because <laughs> yeah. we're in princeton new jersey exactly. there's not any black barbers <laughs> exactly. around here we're not going to nassau street to get our right. haircut so that's not that not usually something that would work for us so word exactly um so it's kind of just like i said you're the first freshman that i've had on yeah. and so obviously when corona started you were still a senior in high school so could you just take me back to your senior spring and what that was like for you having your whole school year shut down? Oh, it was brutal. I mean, it, in one word, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I'm actually um, remembering because we're, we're a couple of days past the one year mark of yep. just being kicked out of school. Yep. And I was just reflecting on that last day with some friends, how we were kind of just bulling around on the roof and because and, there weren't many teachers there and just like, well, we're out of school for two weeks, but, mm. you know, that wasn't the case. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. we. <laughs> if you can imagine, that was the exact same way we were. We it was, For us, it was, uh, like you said, just about a year, so it was also midterms week. And so Ooh. we're like, oh, midterms, we got spring break. We're going to, like, this is an extended spring break, two weeks, and then we'll be back, and things will get back to normal. Little did we know. <laughs> a year later, things are still still not right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a rough time for that to happen too, because mm-hmm. you know, especially for the senior class, everyone's is you know it's the last couple months you're gonna That's see it, senior people, spring exactly, and everyone's sort of coming together mm-hmm. and kind of have that just cut off. You know, no prom, no graduation, no senior project. I was actually looking forward to a baseball season. Mm-hmm. I, I was on the baseball team, revived baseball team, uh-huh. and. We were. We may not have been great, but we were gonna have a fun time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's not about being great. For ba- I played basketball in high school, and we were far from good. But mm-hmm. I can't imagine if I would have had to lose out on my senior season or even just any of my other seasons. Yeah. So I definitely feel that. But also, we were talking right before the podcast started. So you said you applied to Princeton early, right? I did. I applied early action, and I found out in December, December twelfth. That was a crazy day. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually. To take you through that, I went, I got home, I think the decision came like, what, 6, 6.30, and my whole family was out, and I wanted to wait wait for them to open it, because this was where I wanted to go. So, um, I was kind of just sitting on my bed for hours, you know, in anticipation, not really doing nothing. Yep. And I, you know, I got the decision, and that was, that was it. That, that was, was it. that changed, that changed senior year for me, because uh-huh. after that, I was like, you know, I just got graduated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just got graduated, I'm going to be at Princeton in the fall, so I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that. For, but for me, I actually applied regular, so I didn't get in until, I think, March 1st, or whenever it is. Mm-hmm. But even then, still having those couple of months to be able to just relax and know that you're in somewhere it does it does feel really good so you were so because you got in early you said you were able to come for um what's it called i don't even Uh, yeah i came for tiger tuesday okay which was really cool uh i got to take a take a tour took a tour of the e-quad and just the the school in general and got to sit in on some classes and there were some receptions too but that was really dope you know seeing seeing what was going on within the classrooms i being myself, you know, I had to sneak into the music building. Of course, as see, you should. See what's yeah. going on with those Steinway pianos. But, uh, 
Yeah, no, that was and that was one of the days that really sold it. Like I knew I knew I wanted to be here, mm-hmm. but that was when I really knew. And it's sad that that was that was like maybe a month before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it came in February. It was, it was really nice. Gotcha. Yeah, and I think the only reason I remember Tiger uh, Tuesdays happening is because on those days the dining halls get really filled. And oh, for yeah. us current students, I was like, who are these kids? Like, are these? Like, come on. No. I was trying to get my lunch in and out. I'm seeing all these kids with their families taking up all the space. Like, get out of here. I feel that. I feel that. And I feel like I kind of relate to that now. Because I know if I was trying to get a spot in the dining hall and there's a bunch of young boys running around. <laughs> and that's another thing you haven't even really got to experience. So have you, so far for the majority of your meals, have you been sitting in the dining hall or taking it back to your room to eat? Actually, I've been sitting in the dining hall. Okay, that's good. because at Forbes... There's, there's usually space. Okay, that's what's up. So. Okay, gotcha. Because that's another thing that I kind of want to get to a little bit later is like the ways in which you're able to meet people if you are. Mm-hmm. And for me, I know the dining hall is kind of a big one for me. So like mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. But the, another, yeah. the reason that I brought up uh, Tiger Tuesdays is I think you're actually a little bit luckier than all the people who got in regular and were not able to come, exactly. come for Princeton preview. So you at least got to have the little glimpse of Princeton, even if it was just one day. I don't think, you don't stay overnight for that, exactly. do you? No, you didn't, but no, you're, you're exactly right. And um, I remember thinking that actually as soon as, uh, you know, March 13th in the pandemic, mm-hmm. I, one of my first thoughts, I was like, oh, no Princeton preview? Because even, even when I came for Tiger Tuesday, people were like, yeah, just wait till Princeton preview is lit. It's going to be, I'm like, okay, bet, bet. But uh, no, that was going to be in April. But yeah, no, nah, it was, and um. Yeah, like you said, a lot of a lot of my friends even are showing up sight unseen, and so it's just like you know, this is a completely new experience. Like I at least had a sort of taste, but even if it was only for a day, but uh, yeah, and that was in part because you know Philly's only an hour away, so yeah. I was able to make the trip. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and like you said, because uh, I don't even think I part because even with the clo- even for PBMA, I'm not sure if we did anything for. Did we do something for Tiger Tuesdays? I don't even remember. I don't think, I, at that point, I didn't even know PBA. Yeah, fair enough, exactly. And that was also kind of my mindset. I think the thing that we were preparing for the whole time was Princeton Preview, for that to yeah. be the first introduction. Yeah. And so I think Tiger Tuesdays comes, and because it's a lot shorter, you're not getting hosted by students. I don't think the student body gets into it as much as we do Princeton Preview and actually try yeah. to welcome you. Like, I look back on my Princeton Preview. And I, I still remember to this, I remember a lot of the faces that I'm now friends with, I remember meeting them. Mm-hmm. I remember coming as a high school senior, there were some uh, people who when I came and they were seniors, they, and even just, yeah, just from that moment, they were able to help me, like, show me around. I remember one of them, like, someone who I'm good friends with now, he, like, showed me the gym when I was trying to find Dylan, just, like, showed me where the weight room was. All yeah. those little type of interactions that you never forget, and it was so cool meeting them as a high school senior and then coming back to Princeton the next year, or in a few months, and them becoming some of my close friends so that's just some of the little things that yeah. y'all don't really get to experience which is which is kind of unfortunate i would say yeah no, yeah because that sounds great you know to be able to plant that seed and then, like you said come back and actually be be living similar lives to you exactly and, you know have have a little something to go into that with um yeah because yeah and like you said, Tiger Tuesday, you know, I was just in class with these people. They didn't yeah. want to talk. To yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the mindsets are definitely very different between Tiger Tuesdays and preview, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. And even, even I, I just remembered, even my fresh, yeah, my freshman year, during Princeton preview, there's a guy who I met who, 
I met at uh, I met at Preview. He was still a high school senior, mm-hmm. and he's gotten here. We're on club soccer together. Hey. He just joined St. Bean Club. Like he's one of my good friends, and he's a year below me. And we had that first initial connection at Princeton Preview. Yeah. So again, it's just all of these little things that you don't even know that you're missing out on, which exactly. is so unfortunate. And I don't mean to even do this, but throughout this episode, I'm that's my way of reminiscing. I'm probably going to tell you about so much that you're missing out on, but mm-hmm. just just bear with me. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I feel like. Um, there's an expectation that um, that freshmen think they're missing out on a lot, mm-hmm. which we do, but w- most of the time we don't even know what we're missing out Exa- on. And that is a key <laughs> distinction right there. That is a very key distinction, because I keep saying that. That's the reason that I think we, as, as a class of 2022, we were in a uniquely bad spot. Be- well, if you're someone who's like into the eating club and that sort of thing, which I'm someone who joined one, and so we'd been members for a month, and we sort of got that glimpse into the life and all the events oh, yeah. and all the fun that we were going to be having and just had that taken away from us like that. Oh. So we knew what we were missing, and that made it so much worse. Whereas the class of 2023, they were still freshmen. There's a lot going on that they don't really know about, so they don't exactly know what they're missing out on. And then even for freshmen, like the class of 2024, there's also a lot that you don't know that you're missing out on. Yeah. So I would say for us and then for the year or class of 2021, we were the ones who we knew what was coming up, and that's what made it just ext- that much more painful. So I like that you brought up that distinction because you some people don't actually know what they missed out on, so then it's like, okay, it really it really isn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. That stings, and yeah, I feel like I'd be a whole lot more miserable uh-huh. just day to day. Oh I, yeah, oh yeah, I, I was, I was miserable. <laughs> I was miserable for a minute. I got home when we got sent home in March. I, for, probably for the first month, I was just, I was so down bad. Oh, as I don't think, like, not actually depressed, but like, if and like as close to depressed as you could get, you I was just sad. No, yeah, I can only imagine because you know I, I didn't even like school, like high school. I didn't like yeah, school. I was, yeah, high school, high school, yeah, you're not missing much. So, like, they, they're like, you can go home. I like. Great, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking, dang, I gotta come home from college. Yep. That's not new. That yeah, <laughs> it's a different different type of fun you have over here that you don't have in high school. That losing out on is just it, it, it sucks. But I'm um, so <clears throat> kind of fast forwarding a little bit to the start of your fall semester. You had to do O and C A virtually, and so just real quick for people who don't know what O and C is, because I've kind of talked about, I've just said those letters on a few episodes before, but not really gone into it. OA stands for <clears throat> Outdoor Action, and CA stands for Community Action. And every freshman, when you come to Princeton, you have to do that before. You come, you move into campus, and then you you move into your dorm, and then you go and you do OAC, and it's usually around a week. And then you come back, and then you sort of actually get started on Princeton's campus. But for me, I did Outdoor Action. And what my group did was we went <clears throat> backpacking for five days on the Appalachian Trail. It was... We had our heavy packs, we were like probably like 40 something pounds. We hiked like 15 miles a day. We slept outside, we made all our meals. They were trash. We didn't shower for five days. Didn't change my underwear once, but that's that's just a little challenge. It sounds nasty, but it's just something that you do. And it's another good thing about OA is it, it gives you a small group that you come in and you're like, okay, these are people that we're gonna have this shared experience. And then we get to kind of move forward with that bond. So my group was seven of us and then three leaders, so juniors and seniors. And what 
one of the girls in that group I'm still really good friends with to this day, okay. and everyone else in the group, when we see each other around, we still say what's up, what's up to each other, that sort of thing. So I just kind of told you what you missed out on. Yeah. My bad. Ooh. So what? <laughs> and so I heard that ONC was virtual this year. So could you just just tell me what that whole experience oh, was like? Definitely. <laughs> so right off the bat, my OA looked a little different. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had heard I had heard uh, about that there was this sort of OACA thing where like like you said like a week or so before classes and I was excited about that you know I like being in the outdoors mm -hmm. but uh, and I was very much indoor maybe even with my camera off mm -hmm. during the day. <laughs> we, we virtually climbed Mount Everest which wow. I mean the, How, what, what, what does that look like? <laughs> the, the thought was there it, it was not we, we, we signed on to some sort of janky website <laughs> and we were all assigned roles and we just had to make a sequence of decisions in order to reach the summit, which was pretty cool. And I think it took a couple of days. We had maybe like three three hour Zoom calls, but you know, those are exhausting. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and, and you know, it, it, it's a bunch of freshmen coming in who don't know each other mm -hmm. and aren't always inclined to talk. So, you know, you get a lot of awkward Zoom silence. Yep. And, and it's a pretty rough introduction to, um, to Princeton and uh, OA. Yeah, and that's even like, I. Again, this was, it's the first very novel, so this was the first time anyone had ever tried this, but I don't know how three-hour Zoom calls would be the, the what, what whoever thought would be the way to get y'all excited about Princeton. Because, <laughs> yeah, if I'm in your shoes and it's like, oh, I'm going to be virtual, I'm not meeting any of these people this semester, just like you, camera off, not talking the whole time. Yeah. And I'm usually a social person, but it's yeah. it's Zoom. Like, I'm exactly, not... Exactly. And, I mean, I try, I, I try to keep my camera on. Uh -huh. I mean, but... To an extent, it's just like you know what am, what am I doing? I mean, I will say three-hour Zoom calls make eighty Zoom, eighty-minute Zoom calls seem like nothing. So yeah. that, that was <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a little rough. And I think the the biggest thing is that I, I can't name a single person who was in my OA group. Damn, that so, is that so, makes me so sad yeah, to hear. That bond, like it was gone. It I, I don't remember the leaders. The names were Mary and Julia. Uh -huh. But I, no, there was no, and you know, I was looking forward to that. I was actually looking forward to that, to that social connection. Yeah. You know, just having just some sort of foundation for a relationship going forward mm -hmm. with any of these people. Yeah. But uh, no, that wasn't really there. Damn. So, and how big were the groups? Um, maybe about seven or eight. Oh, there were still okay. There were still those small groups, and you still don't know that. that damn. That, yeah, no, that's rough. <laughs> that is rough. Because even for like I said, first of all. You're hiking 15 miles a day with a group of people. You're gonna get to know them, exactly. and so you hike. We hike. We would hike during the day, and then at night we would set up camp. And we would the the leaders. They did a good job of doing activities that would get us to know each other. It's so like asking different ranges of questions from like <clears throat> not like ins insignificant questions, like actually like deep questions, having these conversations. Yeah. It's like under the stars. It's like. It's like, I I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't do it again because hiking 15 miles a day. Man, I'm not doing all that. But I'm so, 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 so glad that I did it because I do have those memories and those experiences. And I do have the stories that we get to tell from that. Like, it was for us, it was, so we did the five days. And on our second to last day, the campsite we were at had, like, a little lake. So we were able to go swimming, that little sort of thing. Even just the, 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 the little aspect of being removed from technology, because you don't take your phones with you. The oh, only people great. with technology are the, only one leader has like a, like a walkie-talkie or something to be able to, to contact like the, 
like the hubs for communication in case in, in wow. the event of an emergency. Yeah. So it was that is probably the last time that I've gone a week without using my phone. Really, and that was my fre- yeah. freshman fall. Yeah. So even just those little things, it forces you to really interact. But mm. Zoom, yeah, Zoom, Zoom OA, that is that is not it. Oh no, it was. Not <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. and that oh, that sounds like such a great. That's something I would definitely be interested in doing. And they, hey, and that's I think. You could probably try to be OA leader, so you could be the one who leads those trips. So then you do get that experience two more times, three more times, if you mm-hmm. if you would want. No, that's definitely something to consider. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I actually think it's something they should actually. I think they should open it up to your class again next year, just because you missed out. If hopefully things are regular, so they can make OA happen, they should definitely open it up to y'all. No, that, yeah, that would be great. I know. Uh, the general consensus would love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so kind of shifting a little bit past OA to the actual starter classes. What was it like for you to start college classes virtually? Because I know for me, starting Princeton, my freshman, my freshman fall was rough. That, there's no secret about that. It, it was tough. I came in, I was doing the absolute most. I was like, I'm going to be a pre-med, engineer, blah, 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 blah. So stupid. I, I, yeah, I was down bad. So I know how academically challenging it was for me in person. So do you think being online made it even that much harder, or did it actually make it somewhat easier for you? So actually a bit of both. I... I BSC, so mm-hmm. I was taking what math, physics, chemistry. I took a music class just because I was like, I need something. I was about to say that sounds like my first semester was uh, math, chemistry, physics, and coast. So sim- similar, yeah. <laughs> no music class, so similar, yeah. yeah. And you know, I, I, you know, coming from high school, high school was very individual. You did your work, and you sort of did it because you were supposed to, but you didn't. Really, at least I didn't. My school didn't have a lot of resources for help that were just n- not in comparison to Princeton. Yeah. So I just came into it with the mindset of, yeah, I guess if they're putting this work in front of me, they expect me to get this done um, and figure it out and get it done by myself and not really have to look for help. So that was just a recipe for failure. Oh, yeah. Recipe for <laughs> I, I'll never forget. <clears throat> I got that first math. T- I, I used to think I was a math guy. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Princeton humbles you real quick. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let you know. Let you. And I was, I was glad. I sort of, you know, got over, you know, just a, a, an obsession with grades before I got here, which was crucial. Yeah. Because, you know, like you said, it's humbling. But uh, I remember that first math test. It was the day after Eagles game. The Eagles lost. And, you know, I wasn't really in a good mood, and I got a little notification. It's like, oh, yeah, your grade is in. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I ain't never seen a score this low. I don't believe it. So um, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was a good wake-up call for me, mm-hmm. and I was able to um, – I mean, I just really had to put in the work, though. So in, in one sense, it was bad in that I didn't do much outside of school. I was just doing schoolwork mm-hmm. all day, every day, and that was life. Um, but – the good thing is it took my mind off of global pandemic. Yeah. Even though those mean the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I sort of didn't really have time to focus on just the day-to-day misery of the situation. Just because, you know, I, was, I had my head down. Mm-hmm. I was getting work done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but it, I really did not feel like a, like a student at all. I felt so detached from the university and from everybody else because, you know, I'm in my room alone doing my work you know I'm with family but they can only relate so much to yeah this. yeah so um yeah and even then I mean it's more freedom than high school just I mean it's a different nature of work and I still felt like I had a life I mean, as much as one can in a pandemic mm-hmm. but nice 
schoolwork was brutal. And I remember texting my friends just because uh, many schools are virtual. And so, you know, my Philly friends are still my Philly friends. And they're like, yeah, man, we ain't got as much work. Yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to find that out. Most most of your friends at other schools will not have nearly as much work as you. <laughs> Just yeah. Prince, Princeton's different. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a, that's a little interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, you, you touched on a couple of things that, uh, that I want to go into a little bit more. And you said two specific things that were kind of lessons that I also had to realize my freshman, freshman fall. First one, most important one, is asking for help. Oh, yeah. Because like you said, high school, you get through by yourself. For most people, it's not that hard. Some people might be a little bit more challenging, but it's still very like, do it yourself, and you're going to get through, and you'll be fine. Yeah. And so I came to college, and I was the exact same way. I was like, okay, I did high school by myself. This mm-hmm. is Princeton. Psh, I'm me. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Because, I mean, we all come here. We're like probably like top of our schools. We we, we very confident individuals. Like, I'm different. Are, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm different. Exactly. Princeton? Princeton who? Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Princeton? Yeah, not ready for me. And so I came in and I was the very same mindset. Like, I'm going to do everything by myself. I didn't go to McGraw. I didn't go to office hours. I didn't go to study groups. I, didn't, I was like, I could do this by myself. And when that first, first midterm season rolled around and I got that physics grade back and I got that chemistry grade back and I got that coast grade back and math was the only one I did somewhat well in, yeah, I was like, so. uh-oh, oh, no, we got we to gotta do something oh, about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Some changes needed to be some, made. Some changes needed to be made. So real, real quick, that, that was one thing I realized is you, nobody's going to get through this place by themselves. You need to take advantage of as many resources as you can. And then another thing, like you said, which kind of relates is the – well, you said that you were able to get over the the obsession over getting good grades, yeah. but from I did for me, I was forced to get over that obsession because yeah. I realized the all A's was gone. Especially if I'm doing BSc pre med, yeah. at that point I'm neither now I'm neither of those things. But at that point, I was like, okay, throughout high school, I probably got one or two B's. I was like, college. Again, it'll be a breeze. I'll do that same thing. Mm-hmm. The way my grades were looking, far from A's and B's for a semester. Very far from it. And it actually, like, that was the biggest, like, like mind mess for me, was trying to convince myself that it was okay to not get all A's and B's. Because I'm like, I pride myself in doing well at everything. I hold myself to a very high standard. Yeah. So being able to detach the letter grade from like who I am as a person yeah that was by far one of the hardest things that I had to do when I tell you like I was I was down bad I remember this one morning after getting one of my physics grades back I like that was the first time I I woke up I checked it I was like fuck I literally got back in bed for like two hours I was like I'm not like what am I doing here yeah no (laughs) and and, and, yeah for, for me this was the the big step where I was like a lot of effort on my part, does not equate to a good grade. Ding, ding, ding. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Know, and, you know, I was one of those kids, I would be like, yeah, in high school, I, I don't really worry about grades. Yeah, I wasn't worried because I was getting good ones. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, I come here, you don't get good ones, you start to worry. You know, it's, it, it is hard to detach yourself from that. Mm-hmm. But, nah, that, yeah. Yeah, nah, that, that, was, that was not easy. It was not a cakewalk. And I, I found that, you know, to... I mean, it, it was just a lot of time put in. Like, I was literally practicing math and physics the same way I practiced the piano. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say you spend hours. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, so, <laughs> it was, it was that, that. Yeah, that yeah, that's, that's def- definitely another one. The, you, you realize that the amount of work you put in is not going to reflect in the grades, and that, again, is something that just really, really messes with you. Yeah. But then another thing I think uh, with the, with, that was unique to last semester was, 
there was a lack of I'm putting distractions in quotations, but I don't necessarily think they are distractions. I think they are the necessary balancing things that kind of make college college and make it bearable to not only be doing schoolwork. So, for instance, like, I remember freshman year was like going to sports games, going to dance shows, going to the eating clubs on the on the nights out on the weekends. Those were things that made the the hard classes bearable and it made it made life a little bit better being able to do all these other things. Yeah. So I in, in on one sense I think if I was in a in a place where I was getting still getting bad grades and I didn't have those distractions, it would have been so much worse for me. Mm-hmm. But since I'm in a place I, so the, that's one reason the first semester wasn't as like I, I didn't mind it as much was because my grades were getting better. So the fact that I didn't have those distractions, it was like okay, there wasn't this like sad place that I needed to get myself out of with all these distractions. Exactly. So. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, like you said, distractions, yeah, they're definitely, like, lack of distractions in the fall, also lack of fun. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. two, two, two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel, yeah, I definitely feel like that helped as far as, like, my grades, because I think had I been here, I had I had a social life mm-hmm. and, and just knowing me and decisions I make, <laughs> my grades would not have been as good. <laughs> I like that. No, yeah, we all know ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, you kind of touch on uh, another thing I want to talk about. Would you actually? No, let me ask you about this first. Would you say that you experienced any imposter syndrome first semester? Because I know being in person. It's a lot, I, for, at least for me, I think it's more easier to experience it and feel it since you're around everyone and you're maybe interacting with people and like hearing how they're doing on tests and you're in class and you're seeing people's hands spring up when they get these questions. So for me, imposter syndrome was definitely something that I experienced first semester here. Would you say that it would, that was similar for you or no? So I would say there, there were little pieces of it. it. It was really hard because, you know, you don't see anyone, so there's no one around you to compare yourself to, really. Yeah. Which is good for uh, internally just being motivated to get things done and not worried about, uh, not being worried about what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, in those first couple classes, like those first math classes where I didn't know what was going on, and some of these people were on the ball, oh, yeah. I was like... <laughs> Okay, is it, is this uh, is this it for me? <laughs> so you know, it was definitely a little, but it wasn't bad to the point where like I was like, yo, no, I'm not supposed to be here. This is not it for me. Okay, because I and I don't know if that's yeah, I don't know if that's confidence or me being delusional. I, I, who knows? But well, yeah, I think I think I sort of sort of survived through that pretty well. Gotcha. But I think that's something that might even have kicked up more being on campus this semester. Okay. Because, you know, you're around people, mm-hmm. you hear what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you start you start putting yourself uh, next to these people. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you, it was a little bit better for you than it was for me. Because for me, like I said, it was, it was, it, it wasn't good. It, it, it was very much so like, how how did I fake my way into getting into here? Like, I, like do I need to go elsewhere? I mean, at this point, I'm like, okay, now I belong. Like, I'm crushing it. Like, come on. Yeah. Prince, y'all, y'all are lucky to have me, if, if, if we're being honest. But what, like, freshman year, it was, it was very bad in the sense that I literally did not think that I belonged in any way, shape, or form. And even, and even, uh, even just like you said, like, walking around and just, like, you meet people and it's like, oh, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that. It's like, oh my God, like you are doing all these fantastic things. Like how, like, how, how am I here next to you? But then again, you very quickly realize 
people have fantastic resumes, but that is not the whole story. And then even I like look back on myself, it's like, okay, I've done pretty cool stuff too. Like I'm a little bit accomplished. So again, yeah, I don't, that's nothing. I don't even really understand what it was, but when I tell you the freshman fall, especially was like a huge, it was, it was bad. Nah, 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 damn. Which is, which is why now, like now that I'm really enjoying things, I'm just, I would say when I switched out of pre-med, I would say it was when the whole like weight lifted off my shoulders and I was like, I'm here for four years. It's college. I'm like, knowing me, I'm going to be okay. Like, yeah. You got nothing to prove nobody. Exactly. I'm going to be okay. And ever since then, I've started living for myself, taking classes for myself, doing things for myself. And I've then you realize more and more that like, okay, like I bring a lot to the table that other people also don't. And you really find out who you were as a person. And that was another thing about Corona is I was hitting my stride right when we got sent home. Oh. So sophomore, sophomore spring, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, I belong here. Like, I, yeah, no one, like, y'all got nothing on yeah, me. Yeah, I can't I, touch I, I could, me. I could, yeah, exactly. I could, I could do this Princeton thing and I could thrive here. And right when I was feeling like I was starting to thrive, COVID was like, uh-uh, we gonna right. bring, bring you back you to done. earth real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so... Oh. Yeah, that's that's a little bit interesting. So then kind of a next question that I was going to ask is, is is about the social transition. So we've kind of talked about the academic transition a little bit, but what was that like? Because I'm someone, like I said, very social guy. Yeah. I'm walking around, I'm talking to everybody, down yeah. hall, talking to you, class, talking to you, probably when I should be doing work, but I'm going to be talking to you <laughs> anyway. So I don't know how I would have been able to come into this and not get to know anyone. So I was just curious as to what the social transition was was like for you into Princeton and even if you're still socially transitioning in. Yeah. No, nah, it's no, nah, it's it's definitely been unconventional. You know. Um so part of it had uh pandemic undertones. We're all at home on the internet on our phones. Mm. So, you know, getting to know people on like Instagram, as much as you can get to know people yeah. through something like that. That's you know, those were the first sort of Princeton people I interacted with but you know getting here I mean it's difficult because you're it's set up so you're not supposed to talk to people yeah. you know we're supposed to stay six feet apart and and not really get close to and with one another yeah so it's 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 been it's been difficult to to make friends to to meet people with similar interests to you um just because there's little opportunity for that now but at the same time, like you, I'm a very social person. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to just talk to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, it's awkward mass times. If I think I know you, I'm going to say hi. Yep. If I don't, <laughs> you're just going to be weirded out for me. Yep. And, you know, it's great. And actually, the, the first couple weeks, like, arrival quarantine, going on walks in the cold with a bunch of people, it was nice to get to know people. But, you know, some of those people I haven't seen since. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, meet, a, you meet a lot of... I won't even say faces because, you know, masks, you the just mask, see eyes. yeah, you've seen eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you meet a lot of eyes and you don't always remember the name. So that that's that's sort of that's sort of odd sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and there's also a balance in that because you meet too many people and you don't know anyone really. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, there's a balance of, like, who you can actually get to know. That's been really interesting here, mm-hmm. who, who you could trust, what you could tell people. Yeah. Um, who you give your phone number to, you know things like that. But um, it's 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 been it's been pretty cool though. And and I gotta say that's that's something that I I really 
probably the most thrilling part of college for me as, mm-hmm. as, a, as a high school student was, you know, the social part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to I meet everybody. Yep. You know, I'm trying to have this network. <laughs> I could talk all day. So, like, um, having that opportunity, even if it's sort of um, toned down, mm-hmm. it's still great. Yeah. And, you know, meet a lot of different people from different backgrounds. Yeah. So much, so many different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah, and you've you've touched on a few a few really cool things that I really enjoy about Princeton also, and the, like one of the last things you just said is getting to meet people from a bunch of different backgrounds. So for the most part, I think people you did you have were you born and raised in Philly, lived there your whole life, whole time, exactly. And so for me, I mean, I moved around a little bit earlier. I was born in Nigeria, moved to North Carolina when I was nine, and then New Jersey, West Windsor when I was eleven. So I've been in West Windsor since sixth grade. So that's really the most mostly the people that I know. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, everyone comes to college only knowing this one group of people from that you only not even forced to know, but like by necessity, you're in the same area. So those are the only people that you're around. And then you get to college, and it's literally people from all over the world and yeah. all over the country, and you just get to expand your network so much. Yeah. I, at this point, probably know people from most states from so many different countries that I never thought I would get to know, and it presents opportunity to, in the future, be able to go visit these other states, visit these other countries, and know people who are actually from there. And this, that's, again, is one of my favorite things about, I, maybe even more Princeton, because Princeton, I think, has a lot of diverse range of people with bunch of different perspectives and backgrounds so that's one thing that I really enjoy but you also mentioned how for you it was like the balance of trying to not get to know to like maybe speaking to too many people as opposed to like knowing who the right people to talk to were yeah but I would say that's another thing that I kind of enjoyed coming in is that and this is another thing that you kind of missed out on is when you get so I remember back to the very first day that I moved in freshman fall I was like Oh my God! College parents, get out of here! It's my time to shine. Let's go. And they leave, and then I like, I'm like, oh wow, I don't know anyone. And I go and I sit on my bed, and I'm like, uh, what do I do? And then thankfully, my RCA like sends a message in our in the group chat, like, oh, I'm like, come meet everyone. I'm like, okay, thank God, because like I did not know anyone. But in those first few weeks, the first like week or two or three it is perfectly acceptable to just walk up to anyone and say what's up and start a conversation and it's not weird. And that was kind of very exciting to me. Because we are all coming from the same perspective of, oh, we all want to meet new people. We're here at Princeton. This is college. Let's let's fucking go. And so we came in. You can go to the D Hall, sit next to someone, just start talking, and it's not weird at all. And that's something that you kind of missed out on. So although it's like you cast a very wide net, but then you're able to then exactly. find the ones in that who you who will become your good friends. Exactly, and that's true. And actually, I think that's something that the pandemic has kind of helped with because every interaction is awkward now, mm-hmm. no matter whether you want it to be. Or not. Yeah. So those awkward interactions of getting to know people mm-hmm. that you just met, those I mean, you can kind of just get rid of the awkward right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's that's great. I I think I've said I'm Yende so many times that people think my name is I'm Yende. Like, <laughs> At this point, you might need a, a little a little sticker on your chest saying exactly. Hi, my name is this. Exactly. Yeah, but no, it was it was it was kind of jarring though because you know Zoom Zoom school like the fall you really don't know anyone. Yeah. Like I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So just getting here, meeting people, it was just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And it, Again, like I said, I don't know how myself, knowing me, I don't know how I would be able, how I would be surviving if I just didn't know anyone. And that's nothing. Just like on a regular, 
in regular times, like once you've really gotten settled in and gotten to know people, it's like you walk into you walk into your different classes, you bump into people, you say what's up. You go to the dining hall, you see people, you say what's up. I love that Princeton campus is so small that anywhere I go, I'm probably gonna recognize people along the way yep. and recognize people at my destination. And so, exactly. as it is right now, like I don't I don't know if you would be able to do that. We're not we're not even walking around two classes, but. <laughs> The, the way you're able to meet people is so limited, which is why I asked about the dining hall earlier is because yeah. that is probably here at Princeton. It's like when you want to meet up with someone, it's like, oh, let's grab a meal. And it gets to the point where people say it so much, don't actually mean it, but some people mm. actually do. And so that's like the basis of how people will hang out is just going to get food at the dining hall. Yeah. So I'm happy to hear that you're able to like actually go sit in there. Yeah. But even then, it's still sort of different because the capacity is lower than what it what it usually exactly. is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um. As dining hall is kind of, kind of my domain. I like eating, mm. so <laughs> Word. the the other the people who like eating, you know, I see them all the time. Word. So Word. That, that's a good thing about about being in Forbes, just because it's a lot of same people over and over again. Mm-hmm. I don't think since like maybe week two, there's been a time I've gone in there and not known a single person. That's good. That's so, great know, to hear. There's always some. And I'm even talking to the dining hall staff. Those are some of my people. Yeah, the staff. Yeah, yeah the staff on this campus are all fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but no, yeah, definitely. And I can see how that would be great because you know, want to grab a meal. There's so many places to get. Exactly. Food. Whether it's on campus, off campus, and I will say, the food this year is not representative of what food is usually like. Usually on campus, we have some of the best food. I visited my friends at a bunch of other schools. Their food is trash. It's like, this is whack. Yeah, it's whack. <laughs> we have actually good food because there's so many options. You have the four dining halls, and then you have the Center for Jewish Life, and then you have the grad college, and we could eat at any of those places. And then you have Nassau Street, which is just plethora of options. Yeah. I have to throw in one SAT word per episode. <laughs> so people remember I'm a Princeton student. So, so many different options of places you could go eat. And that, like, people just bond over food here. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's important for, like, the dining halls need to just crack open. The eating clubs, everything needs to crack open. So we can just get back to telling people we want to get meals and actually only meaning it with some of them. <laughs> and then having those having those interactions. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, so would you, kind of last question about the social scene. Would you say that any of the virtual events have helped you to make new friends? Because my theory is those don't do shit. Yeah, no, you're, you're completely right. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay. I think the people I met, like, I met people virtually mm-hmm. that I'm friends with now, but it's not because I met them virtually. Okay. It's because I met them again, and, like, we, we bonded. Gotcha. But, uh, not yet, no. Virtual events really don't do much. Sorry. Gotcha. I, I wish they did, and I think it, it involves a lot of effort on the, on the participants' behalf. Mm-hmm. And... From all the participants, because it can't be a one-sided thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Um, and at this point, uh, I, I lied. I said I was going to ask uh, that. Well, more. Uh, yeah, more questions. Because I've read some, like, I read through Tired Confessions to sort of, actually, no, one of the questions we're going to talk about is kind of about this. But would you say that, and again, I don't know if you would know this for sure, but now that we're at spring break, there's half a semester left. Would you say that you have a close group of friends that you feel like this will be a good group for you going forward, or is that something you're still searching for? So that's that's a good one. That's a good question. I kind of it's a couple groups that I can see myself rocking with long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the problem for me personally is I had a group of friends 
that um, lives over there by Rocky and Maddie. Mm-hmm. And being over at Forbes, and I'm kind of like the only one over there. It's just a trip. Hey, man, I feel that. I, it was the opposite for me freshman year. Freshman year, I lived in Rocky and Holder all the way up on Nassau, and a lot of my friends went in Forbes, so I was on making that trip all the way yeah. down to Forbes. And, <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've loved to make the trip. I've done it, and I continue to do it. But when I was, like, when school got busy maybe a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't leaving, like, the room really, mm-hmm. you know, I, there was there was no way to, to, to keep that connection. Yeah. So that's a tough one. But then, like, but then there's, like, my people in Forbes, like in the hallway mm-hmm. that I that I rock with, and like those are cool people, and like that's definitely a little squad there. So, but yeah, I still think I'm sort of still feeling around, which is very fair under the circumstances. Very fair. I think a lot of freshmen's friends are gonna restructure when things really get to how they're how they're supposed to be. Yeah, and I I think being in Forbes is a benefit for you because it's that's a closer community than most other West yeah. colleges. The way just the way the building's set up and y'all being in your own little zip code and yeah, <laughs> all the no all facts. the way across the country that that sort of sort of helps y'all a little bit. It's, but it's, it's true. It's very, <laughs> very real. <laughs> yeah, but um, with the social contract. Um, how, so in my, the first episode that I did with Jelani, who you've met, I predicted that it would be freshmen mostly breaking the social contract because they're trying to get to yeah. meet people. So even what what is it like knowing that you can't legally, legally, and I, again, don't break the rules. Yeah, no. I, I don't come on here telling people to break the rules. Yeah, exactly. But what is it, what does it feel like knowing that? you're not able to go into a dorm room with more than two people. Like, how is that, how is that hindered your ability to meet new people? I mean, that's absurd. And, and it's absurd for two reasons. Because how can you ex- be expected to, you know, as a freshman, get to know people if you can only get to know two people at a time? <laughs> yeah. um, but also, the, the sort of flip side of that is whenever you're in a room with more than two people, hypothetically. Hypothetically, which, which, which you would never do, because exactly. we would never break the social contract the social and then come contract. on here and talk about it. Of course exactly. not. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I would never yeah, do such a thing. Yeah. But if one was to do something like that, they'd be in fear. Yeah. Living <laughs> in fear. So, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't really, there's no really, no way to have fun with um, knowing that. So yeah, you're it's, right. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, you're right, and it's it's really it's really been quite the the police state this semester. Because like you said, in the event that someone would be breaking the social contract, which we would oh, never, and which I you never should, couldn't fathom. You why. never know who's watching. You never know who's gonna say something. Yep. Everywhere you go, you gotta be looking over your shoulder. You need to be careful about who you tell things to, yep. about what you're doing, where you're going. The amount of fear that is yes. in the air, the, exactly. the police state is it's wild. Princeton has us, they have us locked up crazy. And yeah, and some of it, some of it is like common sense stuff. Like parts of the social contract is like, yeah, no, this makes sense. Yeah. But parts of parts of it are excessive. Mm-hmm. Princeton's doing really well. Yeah, we and are. We're not like Duke. Who did you see the story about Duke? They, I know they're not even much men. No, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Not, not, but not basketball related. They uh, yesterday they had so many they had uh, such a huge rise in cases that they implemented a lockdown in place order on campus oh for a week because their cases are that bad. Yeah. And we're not a dude. We're, we're doing fantastic. Exactly. So that, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. so I I get mad at this social contract daily, but I think to myself. We're doing really well, mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. So, 
I feel you. Crank it open. Hey, man, that's the... <laughs> if, there, yeah. if there's been a theme across across all my podcast episodes, it is crank the school, crank the school open, please. We are, we, are, we are trying to have fun. For real. And it's that's another one of the things that you sort of... Like, I don't think you've realized... You've even got to experience what the campus is like on a regular Thursday or Saturday night. Because for some reason here, it's Thursday and Saturday night, so it's going yeah. out nights. Friday for some weird reason it's just so not, not a not a huge night but um <laughs> usually on a Friday or Saturday night once it hits like 10 10 30 11 you walk around all you hear is loud groups of girls being way too loud for no reason you see lights on in different dorm rooms you hear music blasting out in different dorm rooms and you just feel the energy of like oh this is it people are going out and having fun this semester just silence. Yeah. <laughs> you just on a Friday, Saturday, or Thursday night. You just walking around. It's just silence. You don't hear any type of energy to let you know you're on a college campus, and it's like, damn, nope, nope. this is not it. Yeah, no, it's not jumping at all. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> and uh, it's even I, someone who had who hasn't been to college before and mm-hmm. doesn't really know that experience even I there's an expectation and I know like this ain't right this, yeah, this, <laughs> this ain't right and I can <laughs> promise you this is not this is not what it usually is like yeah. and that's just the hope is that when oh, think dude the way I'm gonna be hey if this campus is not regular by the fall semester <laughs> first of all I, I might have to actually seriously consider a gap at that point mm. but I would just be immensely sad and it, yeah. it'll be bad so I'm just very hopeful that things will be. And if they are, the way we are about to have <laughs> the single most fun college year in the Sweet. existence of colleges, it's gonna be different. Oh yeah. So we just yeah, everybody go get vaccinated. Let's oh, yeah. get let's get going. So we, can, so we can show your like I've been saying next year there's gonna be two classes of freshmen. You're only gonna be freshmen again right. and then actual freshmen. Exactly. Because y'all don't really know what college is supposed to be like. Nope. And that's I was I was talking to my friends about that the other day. I was like, yeah, um, I hope next year a freshman doesn't ask me something and mm-hmm. expect like an educated answer. I yeah, don't know <laughs> about this place. yeah, that so, brings like, me to some some things that I'm gonna ask you in a little bit. Actually, no, we could we could do that right now because we've already done 50 minutes. Uh, so I have a list of just different terms uh, that like people like that you would on in a regular year you would probably know what these things meant, uh, but because under the circumstances you probably don't. So I just want to kind of see see what you know at this point. I uh, and actually I had what is Princeton preview on here, but that's a dumb question because you you probably know what that is already. Yeah. So first question: What is Charter Fridays? Charter Fridays. Okay. Um, did I read about this somewhere? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Charter, <laughs> is Charter an eating club? Only eating club is open on Fridays. Okay, close. Okay. Like okay, there you go. Is something involving freshmen? Okay. I don't know. Think so. Now that was a good guess. Charter. So Charter is one of the eating clubs. It's open on. So there's the PUID clubs, which if you have your Princeton ID, you can just get into those clubs. And then there's the other uh clubs where you need like lists or to mm-hmm. or uh, or a pass to get into. So Charter's one of the PUID ones and typically on Fridays they will always be open, them and colonial. And because it's just PUID and it's just easy to get into, that will probably that will usually be the freshman hub on Friday nights. Uh, so yeah, that would at the start of your year that would have definitely been been where you were hanging out on Friday yeah, nights. So so that that is that is Charter Fridays. Uh yeah. wow. 
<laughs> what is what are you know what are lawn parties? This is an easy one. Lawn parties. Yeah. I, I've heard I've heard um the name thrown around. Uh-huh. And isn't some sort of university sanctioned thing. I, but I couldn't tell you exactly what goes on. But uh Okay. It's like some sort of day party. Okay, again, very good guess. So lawn parties is, it, we have one first week of the year and last week of the year. And it's basically a school-sponsored concert. So we'll pay oh. for some artists to come. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, you pay the for an artist to come. This year. Yeah, you did, it was virtual this year. That was stupid. Was so whack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the last lawn parties, who was it? It was um, design, not designer. It was Rich Homie Kwan, oh, shit. 303, and this person called Cupcake. I don't know who that is. Cupcake, I know Cupcake. Yeah, her. The little, yeah. 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 It was wild. I'll show you some videos after. She was wild. So those were the headliners. Uh, freshman, I mean, uh, sophomore, fall. Mm-hmm. In the last year, headline. Oh, Hey Boogie was a headliner. Oh, wow. Yeah, my uh, freshman spring. And then in the fall, the headliner but was. But spring and fall. Yeah, spring and fall. Oh, yeah. Snap. I'm forgetting who the headliner was, but Waka Flocka was one of the openers. Dang. And, yeah, it's just a fun time. You wake up, the debauchery starts at, like, 10 a.m. Because the artist will perform by, like, 2 p.m., so you got to be prepared oh, yeah, by that point. Be, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so you just wake up, and it's just a whole day of just oh, oh, that's, being that's belligerent lovely. and just having a fantastic time. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's something <laughs> hopefully you get to experience real soon. Because I've already lost three long tour, tour oh. at this point. Yeah, because you usually get eight throughout Princeton. And now we've lost two. Not going to have it this semester, so three. So, yeah. That's Tragic. In the past, like, Big Sean has performed. There's been some pretty big artists to perform. So, that that is lawn parties. That. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question. What is Frosh Week? Frosh Week. Okay. Is that the um, week before classes were, or week before, does everybody else move in? I know freshmen move in early. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, um... I've heard this is pretty notorious for um, how they how they behave and how they find themselves in that week. Yeah. And they pretty much just like party and stuff for yep. classes. Yes, sir. Ding, ding, ding. I was bro. so, so looking forward to that. I bet you <laughs> Everyone, everyone does. But yeah, you basically hit the nail on that. Frost Week is the week before classes start when everyone's moved in and the street is open so you can just go to any of the eating clubs and it's just... <laughs> Again, debauchery for three, two, three nights in a row. Our freshman year, then this kind of leads. Oh wait, let me ask you this question first. What does it mean to get macoshed? Hey, macoshed is when you get uh, slammed to the point where you need to be a, uh, you need what, you need to be taken to the medical facility. Exactly. Good. And, okay, so you know what that. Exactly. So our freshman year, uh, class of twenty twenty two, we left our we left our mark. We had so many people, <laughs> so many people get macoshed frosh week that oh, the next school year, the class of 2023, the freshmen were not allowed on the street during frosh week. Really? Yeah. It was that bad. It was that bad. We left our mark. Not not I. I've never been macoshed. We'll never be macoshed. I, that's yeah, what's up. Yeah, that, that's it. So that was that was the way we, we left oh, our mark. Um, Damn. What is Prospect 12? Ah, uh, I think I heard of this. Prospect Prospect Avenue is the one with the eating clubs, right? Yes, sir. Prospect 12. Are there 12 eating clubs? I don't know. 12. Nah, I got nothing. So Prospect 12. So not, there's 11 at this point, but Prospect 12 is when on a night out, you hit each of the different eating clubs and you drink a beer at each of the different eating clubs. Oh, that's crazy. Over the course of the night. 
Oh wow. So it's just something people try to do like probably once or I don't know. At some point nah. before they, they leave here. So. so yeah, exactly. So that's prospect twelve. Um interesting. Next question. What is late meal? Second part, what is drunk meal? Okay, so I know late meal is like a like a thing. I mean pretty self explanatory. Mm-hmm. Late you get a meal. I don't know when it is, maybe like eleven, twelve. But um, ah, not even okay. Oh, let me put that? you. Nah, let me put you on, Damn. dog. Let me tell you about late meal. Nothing. Late meal is <laughs> for a freshman. That is that is your spot. So late meal is what it's in Frist and it's the lower part of Frist. Uh-huh. And so usually when the dining hall, uh, the dining halls are usually open eleven thirty to two for lunch. And so late meal will be open like two thirty to four to go like get tenders, get quesadillas, get tacos, oh. just a huge range of options that you're allowed to just go get, and it's part of your meal plan. So it's just another swap of your card, and it's you you could do that. And then the dining halls are open for dinner from five to eight p.m. And then night late meal is when it really gets popping. Oh. And so it's like. 8.30 to 10 is open for all the same different options. But freshman year, that is the hub that is to go hang out at. Damn. You walk through, it's you you know that if you go there, you're going to find people. You you're going to just chit-chat. You're just going to be chilling. You're going to be hanging. That is a spot to really get to know people, to get to hang out. I think when you get older, that transitions to maybe if you're in an eating club or whatever. But freshman, sophomore year, that's you're all still like unaffiliated from the different eating clubs, and so that's just your hub to just go hang out, get to meet people, eat good ass food, just hang out, just chill after a stressful day. So, wow. Yeah, that's another thing y'all missed out on. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's brutal. So that's when, my type of thing too. Yes, sir. And so when you saw that email saying that the Frisk Gallery was going to be open, uh-huh. actually starting. Uh, Wednesday after midterms, that's the late meal area. Although it's weird this year because it's now open at the same time as meals, which is like that kind of takes away the point. The point is to go like after, after yeah. like it's like a late meal. So yes, that is that's is what late meal is. And then drunk meal. Do you know what drunk meal is? I, that I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's if freshmen just don't know that or if it's just yende. But uh, probably freshmen. Again, these are things that. Probably no yeah, freshman. Uh, so drunk yeah. meal is the same late meal area, but on nights out, usually it'll be Saturday night. They'll open it up from like uh, probably like midnight to like two a.m. I Damn. think I might be wrong with those times, but it's the same thing. Yeah. After a night on the street, everyone will just transition to Frist and just like get quesadillas. Not chicken. they actually. It's only I think it's only tenders and fries they have available. Like sweet potato fries, regular fries, tenders. Everyone's there. Everyone's drunk. Everyone's eating. Everyone's having a good time. So that's like a little pit stop before you go oh, wherever yeah. wherever you're wherever. going after that. So that is that is drunk meal. See this again? None this, of that. There's none of that. Exactly now. this. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm starting to feel cheated. Yeah. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Uh, next question. What is a fat lady? Answer carefully, bro. A fat lady. And just say you don't know if you don't know. <laughs> don't say. <laughs> Alright, I could just completely miss this, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's some sort of sandwich from Hoagie Haven. Alright, good work. There you go. Let's That's the go. only one you need to order from Hoagie Haven. Some people <laughs> like some people like the Sanchez, but the fat lady's the right answer. Fat lady's way to go. Fat lady's right answer. It's like mozzarella either. sticks, it has oh. fries, you put hot sauce, it's like what type of meat is it? Is it like, it's like steak? <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll stop your heart if you eat it every day, so okay, don't true. eat it too much, but yeah. it is Whew, great meal. Okay, that is another stop people will make after Duly after noted. a night out. It's either Wawa or you go to Hoagie Haven. Wawa. Yeah, those yeah. are those are the moves. Sure. Um, and I guess last question: uh, name as many as of the eating clubs as you can. There's eleven. There's eleven. 
This ain't going. This it's not gonna be a long list. Right? <laughs> we got. Ivy's one. Yes, sir. Ti is one. Colonial. Okay. Charter. Um. Is cottage cottage? Cottage is one. Yes, sir. Uh. What cannon? Cannon. Okay, six. Okay, okay. Damn, damn. How far can we get? I know. I know other ones. <laughs> Come on. I'm Loki lost. I, I think I think that's that's the extent of my knowledge. No, you're good. I think you forgot. Cap, quad, Cap. oh, quad, terrace, yeah, quad, terrace, terrace, cloister, and I, I know these. Uh, I've Wikipedia these. <laughs> you looked them up. Uh, not forgetting that we've done ten. There's an eleventh one that I'm forgetting. Whoever you are, I'm sorry. You said Cap, quad, cloister. Well, okay, I can't. We got Ivy, Cannon, Ti, Cottage. Mm -hmm. Quad, Terrace, Cap, Cloister, Colonial, Charter. Oh, Charter's one. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, boom. Look at that. Yeah. Right, so, okay. You knew six. Six of the 11. There you go. I bet. Um, someone who's been to zero. It's not exactly, bad. That's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. Um, okay. So then the last part of the show. Cause we... All right. So Tiger Confession section. So I'm going to read the confessions and then we'll just sort of talk about it. But like for this, since you're a freshman, it probably is just gonna be me talking more. But if you have any input, that's why. That's why you're here. All right. Uh, first question: I'm a frosh and I don't have anything for the summer, which I was fine with. But everyone around me seems to be getting internships slash research things, and now I'm stressed and feel like I'm too late to do anything meaningful. I also don't know what I want to major in, so I don't know where to look. Is what you do the summer after freshman year important? Any advice? A stressed frosh. Mm. Well, that's crazy because I don't remember writing this. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you relate is, in any way? Whoever this is, I'm in a very similar boat, mm -hmm. if not the same one. I don't really have anything concrete lined up. Probably should be a little bit more concerned about it than I am. I had There was something I was trying to do that I didn't get, and I should have had a backup plan. I kind of still do, so I'm still looking into certain things. But at the same time, we are freshmen, so I don't know how crucial this is. And uh, especially in the pandemic world, where there's, a, where there's the prospect of having a closer to normal summer, it might be f cool to have a little bit of fun there, too. But uh, definitely, you're not the only one who feels that way. Stress frost. <laughs> <laughs> From another stress frost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I will, yeah, I'll say right off the bat that freshman summer is probably the least important summer, what you do. Mm -hmm. And I think I also got this advice. If you're able to go do something just fun, you could probably do that. If you, if you find some cool opportunity that is not even related to anything that you're trying to do professionally, do that if you can. Yeah. But again, if you're not able to find something, not the end of the world, yeah. uh, maybe be more stressed if it's like your sophomore summer, you don't have something. But even then... I don't know. Things always find their way of working themselves out. I was I was in a very similar boat to this my freshman year because again this was posted on February twenty fourth, so I was probably the exact same way because yeah. I applied to so many. At this point, I was still pre med, so I applied to so many different things that were medical related, and I didn't get any of them. And it wasn't until the the start of spring break actually so around this oh it's like just time two years ago where i happened to just have this opportunity 
through the Office of Religious Life to go to Kenya, just like fell in my lap. And I was able to do that my freshman fall. But I was also like in very similar to this person and in close to not having anything for the summer. Yeah. And also seeing everyone getting, th- not everyone, so, that's the thing. You see some you people see, getting things. You and you, exactly, and you think everyone's getting things. Exactly. So like this this person, you're seeing a few people get things and that's, that's not everyone. So first thing I will say is, when you come to a place like this, Stop comparing yourself to other people. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You are running your own race, and things are going to work out for you accordingly. Because it was very similar for me. I was a freshman, not getting anything. Had some of my friends getting, because my friends are studs. They do. Jelani over there, great guy. I I see him, all my other friends getting these great-ass internships. I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, this was like adding to the imposter syndrome. It's like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I not getting anything? But you pretty soon realize that like things will happen when they're supposed to happen for you. Like, yeah. I came back sophomore year, got an IP in South Africa by December. Didn't get to go, unfortunately, because COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. at the start of this year, actually on the third day of classes, first semester, got my summer internship. So it's up. like things just work out Falling the way that they're supposed to be. Exactly. And I'm not, I can't be focused on what anyone else is doing. And it, you need to also, like, as a second part to that, get to the point where you start to celebrate your friends' successes like they're your own, and then that just, like, is good energy, and it just yeah. helps you find... It, it'll make things work out for you, and then when you get your internship, your friends will celebrate you, and everyone gets to be happy. But I would say don't don't look at anyone and compare yourselves to them and be jealous of what they have going on, yeah. because you are, you're definitely running your own race, and, and uh, yeah, you have your own journey that you're on, so just follow follow your own path. That's what's up. That's where it's a wisdom right there. Well, look at that. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to impart whatever little knowledge that I have. Yes. Uh, and again, just a part about like not knowing what you want to major in. Oh yeah. When I tell you, nobody really does for the most part. We're just all sort of just exactly. grasping at straws here. That's 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 me. Even, <laughs> and I've this has really become like a whirlwind. You know, the past two weeks, mm-hmm. I'd even say, because mm-hmm. I I don't know what, know what I want to major in. And I thought I did. Everyone thinks they do. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't really know what that was. And and I understand that right now is not. It's too soon for me to make that decision. I haven't exactly. explored enough. I haven't mm-hmm. seen enough. So at the same time, it's hard to find like an internship that you want to be related to your major or whatever. Mm. But you know, you can't do that if you don't know what your major. Exactly. So. And I would honestly, I don't have a specific statistic, but I would guess that like seventy-five percent of people switch majors at least once when they come here. At least what they come in from and what they end up being like. I came in CBE, chemical and biological engineering, and I switched into neuroscience. And I'm gonna stick with neuroscience, but that's that's, that's one switch. Like everyone, everyone switches. That's not the end of the world. No one really knows exactly what they want to do. And it helps that at Princeton you don't have to declare until sophomore spring, so you have plenty of time to figure yeah. out what it is that you want to do. And I've even heard people switching after that. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. Low key, kind of was happening with me. I. Came in BSC, mm-hmm. still a freshman, of course, but thinking I wanted to do Orphe. But uh, I realized my heart really wasn't in that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I, not even that, more so as I want another year to decide. I don't want to feel tied into a decision yeah. right now. Exactly. Fair enough. So, yeah. So. I, as a freshman, there's very little you should be stressed. Not very little. Naturally, you're going to stress. Yeah. But those things are not as important as you as you think they are and you should, and like all the stake you're putting into it it doesn't need to you don't need to put that much weight into them yeah. um and so next question this one's kind of sad but oh. yeah 
It says, I am not happy here. I haven't made any friends since coming. College really wasn't expected it to be. I thought it would be much different from high school where I was a shy kid who didn't have any friends and who stayed home every day. Nope, LOL. It's fine though. Guess it's gonna be like this for another four years. Can summer come already so I can leave? Is this freshman perspective too? I'm Seems gonna guess. Yeah, yeah, this has to be a freshman. Yeah. So, this is a couple of things. So my, um, mm, couple of things. A pandemic. Nothing makes sense now. Yeah. So like the world doesn't feel real, but also that expectation that being in a, a, a new place is gonna change how you operate. I definitely had that expectation too, and it's just wrong. You know, my mom always used to say, her uncle used to say, where you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no matter where, like, high school or college, you're still going to be the same person. Yeah. And I found that recently, just like super recently, and just how I operate, that I'm still doing the same Yende thing. <laughs> and, but there's, as part of it is just being comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. But that's just how you are, and that's how you do it, and that's fine. And also... The, um, the whole, like, I don't really have friends, that sort of thing. That's probably a, a little, I mean, I don't know. It might not be an exaggeration. But also, it's early. Um, a semester where we're not supposed to talk to more than two people at a time. And, yeah, we're not, we have to wear masks all the time. <laughs> yeah, that'll do that. It's, it, it's not easy for anyone to make friends. And it, while it might look like people are, are having a great time, I don't know how, but uh, yeah. I think part of that is comparison to, which is tough. Yeah. It's really tough. It's yeah. Sad. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Get head up. <laughs> no, no. I, no, but actually, though, it. The fact that you haven't met any friends since coming, I don't know how many freshmen here have been able to, like we talked about earlier, who have been able to find those actual deep, meaningful connections. Yeah. They are probably few and far between, and a lot of people are in the same boat. I was just talking to another freshman the other day where she was like, yeah, I at this point, I've still barely been able to meet people. I'm probably going to head home for the rest of the semester because like I'm not, like it's really? like the social contract, all that's not worth it. So all the freshmen are down bad, but not even just the for freshmen. Real? Everybody here on this campus is down bad right now. Yeah. So I wouldn't look at it as a you problem. I think in a regular year, you would already have hit your stride and you would have your close group of friends. Yeah. So the process is delayed a little bit longer, but I wouldn't delay. Like, don't be discouraged just because things are delayed exactly. a little bit. This is such a novel time that no one has ever been through. Exactly. So, yeah, don't don't take it to heart. You will find your people. College is... I, I can promise you that this year is not representative of what Princeton or just college the college experience is like. Mm-hmm. Things are usually a lot better. You will find your people. You will find the things that, that you enjoy. You will branch out and just get to really grow in ways you never thought you would be. And yeah. this year has made it impossible. But again, I can't emphasize this enough. It is That is a result of COVID, not a result of you <laughs> being yeah. like a bad person or not being social enough or whatever. So yeah. again, like... It, and it, I don't know how much it will be digestible and, like, how much you believe it, but, like, you will be okay. And this year has sucked for everybody. And there's a lot of people who feel like you do now. And that's great because when things come back next year and hopefully they're more normal, everyone is still going to be in a place where they are looking to make new friends and looking to branch out and just have the experience that they missed out on this year. And so... You said, the, it says, like, guess it's going to be like this for another four years. 
I can promise you it is not. It won't, yeah. Unless, ugh, well, shit. If, <laughs> if COVID is still here four years later, I don't oh, That would suck. Hey, man, yeah. I'm going the Florida approach. You were just cranking it up and whatever, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, it, like, yeah. you'll be okay. This is not what college is like. This is not a representative year. This is a unique time that none of us have ever lived through before. So just hold out faith, and when you come back in the fall, things will be a lot better, and you'll hopefully get that more regular college experience. Yes, sir. And on the bright side, we can look at it like we will have, when all of us have hit our four years, we'll have had multiple college experiences. Exactly. A very exactly. diverse perspective to exactly. look at this <laughs> this thing with. So. And this person will look back on this post and realize that it was just a result of COVID and they will be thriving with their group of... They'll be laughing about this with their group of friends. Thanks. It won't just be a funny memory. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. And so, last thing, very last thing, since, again, you're freshman, so much you don't know. Yeah. Any questions you have for me about anything? I mean, I've learned so much. You taught me so much about just things I've been missing out on and just like the regular college experience in this past hour. Um, if you don't, that's fine. This is the first time I've even asked her questions. Yeah. <laughs> We've covered a lot. <laughs> was it? I just, I was just curious about something we touched on. It's not like super big, but like, mm-hmm. so when y'all got kicked off, which is so fast. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> like, what was that like going like immediately from like? having just fully in-person class, just, like, academically, what was that like? Like, how did that work? The Zoom transition was... A, well, I mean, the one good thing was because it was Zoom was so new, there were barely any breakout rooms, so that was a great thing about, <laughs> about, about last spring. But I think it was... Like I said, I was really enjoying my classes at that point, and I was getting a lot out of them and actually learning a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, I had Professor Glaude, who's such a fantastic oh, professor. I had him in yeah. person. Still the best pro- like professor that I've had. Such an engaging lecturer. And when it, when it moved to Zoom, he's like he's Eddie Glaude, so he's gonna be great. But even that like yeah. lost its luster. Like there was, I had no motivation to even like want to be on the screen and listening and taking in any information. So I would say that was the biggest transition. Was I really just stopped learning mm-hmm. and it kind of reverted back to high school it's like okay i'm doing this for the grade which kind of sucked because like i said i was in five classes which i was really enjoying i was in a dance class which i was really enjoying and it just got to the point where it's like okay i just have to do this to get my grade and so i could get over so just that that switch of like in person going to all your classes like actually enjoying the professors yeah. to just having to listen to them virtually it was it was rough and that that is a powerful distinction you just made as opposed to, yeah, I'm here to learn and I'm enjoying learning versus mm-hmm. I'm doing this for the grade. Yeah. That is sort of the difference between high school and college mm-hmm. and part of what made me think, like, maybe this path through college isn't right for me because mm-hmm. I'm learning, yes. Am I enjoying this? Mm-hmm. What, am I excited to learn? Mm-hmm. But even that's like again, that's another that's another Zoom Corona times thing. Yeah, yes. I don't I don't know how many people right now are enjoying what they're learning virtually, and I think that's even that's been exactly exactly. Yeah. Even if it's a major you really love, it's still hard to yeah. do it over Zoom. Yeah. So that's just a symptom of, of Zoom, which this is very crazy. This world, is... yeah, very unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. Any other questions? Or is that it? <laughs> no, that, no, that, no, that was a great answer, too. Word, yeah. word. And honestly, we've done an hour. This has been the longest episode so far. Oh, I knew I was going to enjoy it. Oh, like, man. I've talked to some of my closer friends for shorter amounts of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, this is, this is, honestly, I could do another hour if necessary. But like I always say, I don't know if people are even going to listen to 20 minutes of me, so I'm not going to assume they'll listen to two hours of me. So, um, 
Thank you for coming on. This has Dude. been probably my favorite episode that I've, I've recorded so far. <laughs> I mean, pleasure is all mine. I, I talk a lot. I could talk all day, uh-huh. but I, this was great. Um, you know, just it was. It's it's kind of sad to learn about audit, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, I'm so excited for this to happen in the future. Gotcha. Yeah, right. and that's that's I'm, that was kind of like the end goal of it all is to have you excited for what is to come because there is so much more than what this year was yeah. and is so far. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, that's it. That's been episode number eight of Go With The Flow. If you're still listening an hour and 15 minutes in, I love you. I appreciate you. And yes. thank you. Yende, thanks thank for coming on. Thank you very on. much. All right. Thank Same you, guys. Man.